0: Fam, um, just jumping right in here. Welcome back for another episode. We are at episode 53. I'm surprised, I'm gonna just take a little sippy sip right here. Give me Wayne vibes, you know, get started here. Right now, as I start this episode, I kind of want to give you the mindset I'm in and. <laughs> It's a lot of confusion at the root of the episode, but I'm also going to give backstory and give context and also talk about what I came here to talk about and what you came here to hear. I've been having a lot of confusion. (laughs) What's new? Uh, But normally I like to use my platform, if you will, the gumbo as like the root. This is the substance that really get the fu- the fundamental, the foundation that starts what is great. And honestly, ain't nobody going to tell me gumbo ain't great. It just is. It is. But it's how you start. It really is what you put in to the rue, to the beginning, to the making of it. Because um, I have never tasted a scorch gumbo that someone was like, man, this is great. I want another bowl, you, you, you scorch what you have laid down or the foundation of your rule, the very substance of what starts the thing. It's horrible. And for this start, I know it's almost feeling like a fresh start for me because I feel like I'm moving into a season of confusion that will later begin to be clarity. But right now I'm in the thick of it where it is a lot of questioning Um, if you haven't already listened to those other 52 episodes, then you can tell that my life is filled with questions. And I think that's the beauty of it. Just having that ability to be inquisitive and the things that they told us probably not to ask as a child, as an adult, you still have those questions and some of them you have to find out on your own. And I feel like that's what I'm doing a lot these days. I actually just got through journaling, which I'm also doing a lot. I have totally disconnected from social media. And it has now been about three months where I have nothing. And today I just let go of the last piece of social media I had left, which was YouTube. Um, And I don't know if that's going to be for a short period of time, but I'm noticing that from a very spiritual standpoint, I feel like God is telling me to disconnect and to stay connected to the source because I've been plugged in everywhere. Um, You know, those charges that um, back in the day, I don't know if it's just a country thing, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Back in the day, used to have a charger plug, right? That was overused and Sometimes she just wouldn't fit in the hole, you know what I mean? Like you put her in, she plop plop. Like she just don't even have the little suction no more. And you could variations of what you might have called that charger. I'm not gonna say it right now, but I know you didn't call her something. And you didn't say she ain't she ain't sucking like she used to. I don't I don't not see see that's not even what I wanted to say. Definitely a Freudian slip because My thoughts and words weren't even aligned. I wanted to say she didn't have the suction she was doing, right? And now you realize that she's just been plugged in everywhere. She's been used. Um, And it could be a he too. So I ain't look no discrimination whatsoever. He or she, it has been utilized a little bit too much. Um, And I feel like I hate to compare myself to that wobbly charger portal or that port, but I feel like I have to get some sort of power source that is going to keep me charged, because I am falling out of every socket, right? Too many sockets, bruh. Too many sockets. I'm going to go into this episode. This episode is actually an ode to what started back in 2020. Back in 2020, I actually... (laughs) we were bored back then y'all know that we were in isolation and we were doing a lot of filming um we were actually i'm sorry one one of my episodes actually started playing um we were talking and doing a lot of filming and making a we were more creative back in 2020 because you had to be and it was a time of honestly Some people had a peak of like, this is the best year that I was able to kind of shut out the world. And the other people had a really a downcast because you lost people that meant a lot to you and probably pillars and matriarchs and patriarchs of your family um, to a disease, you know, that really still plagues us now. Back in 2020, my outlet was. Social media and social media. Was not only an outlet but it also was a trigger. Uh, I realized how, um, I popularity wise on certain platforms, specifically Facebook, I was able to get a peak, uh, or a spike, if you will, in po- popularity if that's even a thing or affluence. Um, once I was able to get on. <laughs> I guess it was, you know, Paul's show. I don't know if he still does it because I'm not, I'm so disconnected and far removed as over a year from Facebook. Um, But I don't know, he did Paul Don't Lie. And I actually had the episode, thanks and shout out to Miles for getting that to us. Because he was like, nah, I I extracted audio for you. And (laughs) I'm still blessed by him, bro. That's my brother right there. Him and Jonathan, bro, these are my people. These are not even my blood relatives and i would go to bat for them um these men have just been again uh inspirational just as fathers as, as husbands um growing up together i mean just whatever but shout out to miles i don't even know if he even listens to this podcast but shout out to him but he did a paul we back in 2020 june 15th to be exact If you want to go back to that episode, um, I have to see if I can go back and number my episodes, man. But it's like, it says Paul don't lie, hashtag Paul don't lie. And it's a mental health talk. Um, And it was featuring me. It was actually on his platform. From there, a spike of popularity and affluence happened because I felt like the Holy Spirit. That was not me. I don't give credit to me because I'm not that smart. I never was. And I will always say that. I don't care how many eye rolls or whatever I get like saying no that was you it was an unnatural thing to have answers to things I have never heard or said before um, but I had access to that information and I believe the prayer prior to the call really was me downloading some things from the Holy Spirit because I felt like people on the live needed to hear whatever they needed to hear I was only a vessel in 2020 the peak of popularity if you will um, those ch- plugs begin more plugs. I already had plugs already, and then you just kind of start searching for validation, and you start you start pulling at ooh opportunities, and you're confused where I am now as to what's you can't I can't decipher and distinguish what's mine and what's God's, and that's where I'm like nah, the gumbo I will pour into you more because. At the foundation, right, the rue you started, uh, the gumbo started back in 2020 at a time in my life where um, the podcast specifically started in a time in my life where I felt like I was taking a leap of faith and doing something. I'm not in a platform either where you can actually see me one day, Lord, one day where you can actually I could have the production to to do like a hosted live event. Um, besides just doing this, you know, talking points, I love podcasts that way, but I also like the, the duality, like being able to see your favorite podcasters and how they clown with each other and all this other stuff. I definitely like that. I just don't, again, know where God wants me. And at that very time, back to 2020, I also did a few different getting into Instagram, a few different things and segments one was called parent okay and it was parent it was just a play on words but I was a parent ranting a lot and I felt like that was just like I mean I thought it was like because like humor is one of my things that I'm going to always pull out in my trauma it doesn't matter but I almost like I if maybe I miss my calling as a comedian I just don't have the ability to write a joke up and to the point or build, 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 and then punchline. It's 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 definitely an art that if ever God blesses me with the opportunity to master, maybe one day. But comedian, uh, I just felt like com- people needed comedic relief at a time where there was so much darkness. Um, this is this episode. I'm actually going to parent. <laughs> As a parent uh, and have a heart to heart, hopefully in the next about five or six minutes, just to kind of give you a brief. And I'll do a part two specifically on this and more parents, because as a parent, that is a facet and a plug that I and an outlet that I have. And I have to stay plugged into like it's not something I can plug out. And when I do fall out of the socket, if you will, I feel it. As a mother of two boys, one 12, one four-year-old boy, and I have a daughter who is six, three children is difficult. And I, you know, for those out there with three or more, God bless for the more, because I don't know, even when, if you got one child... If y'all got a fur baby, I don't know if if you got something to to care for that's really just 100% dependent on your wellness to help them. You have a problem. Audible claps to you. I say a problem, but it's a challenge for you. And what I will also say is that fear is something you cannot escape when you are a parent or a guardian of some sort. I want to actually go deeper into a topic when it comes to my black boys that I have. Um, this is why I definitely want to talk about my black daughter I have as well. So I don't want to limit this episode but I wanted to preface this episode that those next coming ones will be specifically on me I'm gonna call it a per rant because it's a lot of confusion and you might call it might you might say this is not a rant this is you, you getting it out and that's fine you know I use my platform for this is cathartic for me this is me talking and just as stormy as it is outside right now I do feel like my feelings are at war but for though those boy moms and dads that are listening to this i just have to ask you and i would love if you were able to just respond to me um you can hit me back uh via email it's the gumbo and that's t-h-e-g-u-m-b-e-a-u-x-r-o-u-x at gmail.com moms dads guardians um when it comes to specifically black boys there is a a shift in a paradigm where you see like the light begin to flicker from like innocence to the world starting to get involved and and influence and um self esteem comes into play um Peer pressure comes into play. And I wonder if it's around the t- age of 12. And you can, I would love if y'all can hear from me or hear from anybody that's listening to tell me if that's around the age or maybe earlier. What did you see? Like, what changes did you observe? And then if you're a veteran in the game, how did you approach those changes? Specifically, Kai, my son, is um, the, the gentle giant. 5'9 200 pounds 12 okay smart caring loving however I know all of those things society can depict as quote soft and probably has um I, I it's almost like the poke the bear I fear that that softness will be hardened just by the world. And it makes me kind of like, honestly, I'm gonna be 100% guilty. If you're a parent and a guardian, if you feel like guilt related to like bringing your children into this world where you also feel uncomfortable and uncertain about it every day. It's almost like, man, I'm sorry I had to bring you into this. Um, but now I have to guide you through it. And it's hard. What's also hard is it's not only the people peers around you, but also me being careful with myself that I'm not giving you maybe things that harm me from a parental standpoint, from my parents on down to you, whatever was said that hurt me trying to avoid those things, whatever was done to me, um, whether it be the way they handled situations, punishments that were um, given or, or things that were scaved over or or you know what i mean i, I just don't want to do that and make that mistake again um and i say again because i've experienced it and experience should should make you a quote expert that's the root word of ex- expert is the root of experience the only reason you are an expert is because you went through it life experience and i don't know if i have the full <sighs> the fullness of of being able to do that i'm growing with all my children um and it it i feel excited about that but it's also like dang are you getting short short-sighted a little bit like are you getting short-changed because i don't have all the answers right now but i gotta get them with you like we learned are you do you feel rewarded in the process of me just being like honest and vulnerable about the fact that I don't know, but I'm gonna find out and we gonna figure this out together. Like, I don't know. And of course, they're all not at the ages to actually say, yeah, I, I appreciate what you're doing right now. Um, I'm afraid of what's to come when it comes to like down the line when they become older, what they might think of me or what they might say about me, how they felt like I was as a mama. I I don't know if I'm ready. I know I'm not ready for that right now, but I'm also not ready for, I told y'all peers, but just the way the world is going to see my boys and specifically my boys, because very complex in the African-American community. I know I don't have all African-American listeners, but I will tell you the fear I feel for my boys going out into the world, especially I told you the metrics on my 12 year old. That's a big boy and not everyone is going to see him like I do. That is terrifying. So I'm going to stop right there because what I don't want to do is get into the part two of the parent, the actual parent. Um, I'm just going to make this like an intro for that, but. Yeah, I I really want to get specifically into the confusion and fear related to my son dying at the hands of someone else afraid of just who he is. Also, my son losing his light and innocence because he now realizes the world we live in. I love y'all. I'm going to talk to y'all later.